Hello and welcome to the Blue Collar Business Podcast. On this show, we talk about the highs and the lows of the reality of being in a hard business and how you might overcome and improve. And now, your host, Bryson Turner. What is going on, everybody? Uh, welcome back to another what's going to be a late night episode. It's currently uh, 10.30 local time. I'm going to have to bang out a couple of these for you guys. Um, this I'm recording this on the day that I'm supposed to be uploading the podcast. Um, it actually might even be the day after. I'm not even sure. Um, been in school the last couple of weeks, just starting that back up again. And so between that and work and uh, all the other crap is has been... Uh, fairly a, f- a fairly big struggle to try to upload these on time. So done good um, the last couple of times, but I don't know. Just today we just kind of struggled. So we're actually at a hundred or sorry, eighty out of a hundred uh, listeners needed to like I don't even know what it is, but to reach some like next step on Spotify, we're at eighty out of a hundred listeners needed in the last sixty days, and. I think that after the 60 days, we're going to go down to like 60 because we had some initial people. Um, so I'm recording a couple of episodes to upload within the next week just so we can try to get uh, some of those listens up. Because I think once you hit that kind of milestone, it kind of like unlocks it for something for a while. And I know that if we don't hit that milestone within the next seven, eight days, then it may take a couple, a couple more weeks to get to that milestone. So with that being said, it is going to be um, kind of a shorter episode. I have a little bit, it's more of like a... Uh, a story with a theme, I guess is what I would call it. Um, and the title of today's episode is Having Less Bad Days. Having Less Bad Days. So I think, I guess what is meant by that is preparing, right? So preparing, knowing that some of these days, man, they're just they're just not going to be easy. They're not going to be fun necessarily. It's business, right? You're, you're doing business. It's, it is a difficult thing to do. It's, it's hard. It is very hard. Um, you, I'm not going to go through my old adage that I go through every single time, but it, I mean, it's, it's a difficult thing to be doing. So preparing your mind mentally to be able to say, okay, well, we have things that are happening and there'll be a little bit in this, in the story, there's things that are happening, but it can't just be like, Oh, pout, pout, Bryson, uh, this happened, this happened to you. You should feel so bad for yourself. You should just take the day off. You should, you should just feel because at the end of the day, feeling bad, taking the day off, taking 30 minutes off, doing nothing, feeling bad about having to buy another thing or purchase something. It's the same thing, I guess, but, uh, do something, fire somebody, hire somebody, make a difficult decision in your business the amount of time, if it's, if it's a business, if it's a decision that has to happen and you're just pouting about it, then I don't care if you're 80 years old and you're listening to a kid say this, you have to be able to prepare and know mentally and just suck it up and figure it out. So I mentioned it was either last podcast or the podcast before probably, um, that I had bought an, uh, an used John Deere, just like tractor mower, right? In Florida, um, where I, where I lived here before for you guys that are new, uh, so I lived before here just a couple months ago. Really, we haven't even lived here two months yet. So we we focus a lot more on smaller yards that ha- we're able to do minimums. So we might be mowing a thousand square foot lawn for forty five bucks, and it would take us I don't know fifteen twenty minutes, and there you go. So just right through, right through. Never used um, any sort of zero turn riding mower, tractor, anything like that. Now, with that being said. Um, I got a call for actually I've got a couple calls and a couple customers within the last two weeks really it was like all in the same day it was kind of, it was a little bit interesting it was one of those things where in business you're just kind of like huh that's interesting I guess I'll take it and we'll note that move on right like this time of the year people need acreage mode so I got two five acre properties well one's still in the works but I'm pretty sure it's going to be 
uh, a secured property. So I got this one five acre property. And so I was like, well, shoot, I need a mower. Um, and so obviously getting one five acre property is not enough to go, okay, let's go buy a brand new commercial zero return for the future. Right. Um, it, and in some cases it would be, um, if you're planning on growing to that within the, maybe the season and whatnot, but I was not, I mean, it's the end of the season. We're winding down. Um, don't have other properties at that point. Didn't have other properties. Long story short, I bought a used John Deere tractor mower with 550 hours on it um, from a residential property. And so it was not beat up, anything like that. The only thing that was changed about it was the kill switch was taken off of it. Um, just, It's just one of those things that if you're not 80 years old and you can just turn off the mower, like if something bad happens, just, just figure it out instead of having the, the kill switch because you're not going to fall off this thing very often. So with that being said, I kind of woke up the day of the mow and it was kind of like, well, I feel like something bad's going to happen. It's an old mower. I've never used it before to cut grass. I have five acres to mow. Hint, hint, ended up being a lot more than that. A little teaser there. Um, I have five acres to mow. Just, I don't know how it's going to hold up, right? Because like a five acre property is one of those things where if it's if it's a 2,000 square foot lawn and your lawnmower dies halfway in between, go get the other one. If you don't have another one, use your trimmer finish the rest of the property with your trimmer, right? But with a five-figure property, if you get halfway through and your mower breaks down, you're like, what do I do now, right? You can't just, well, you can, but it's not ideal um, financially. And at this point, it's a big loss to have to just go buy another mower, right? To fix it, uh, foreshadowing is, I mean, it's it's also expensive. So I paid family friend, right? So it was, was going to be 300 bucks, then it was going to be 200 bucks, then it ended up being 100 bucks for this mower. And... So I was like, great, went and picked up the mower. I still haven't gotten the bagging system from it yet. I really don't need it probably unless I need to resell it, but um, just might as well have it instead of not have it. So I roll up to the property. Everything's going fine. Um, unload it. That's all good. Got ramps to go in the back of the Tacoma. Um, and so that's that. everything's going good, right? Uh, except for the fact that, so I had driven by the property and just the front yard, right? Because you can't really drive by the backyard unless it's out in the open. It's not. It's a big old acreage property. We can't really see the backyard because there's like a house, a guest house, and then like a, a different garage, like a separated garage, right? So you can't really see the backyard too much, and it's on a slope. But I get to the backyard, and turns out we ended up measuring this. Price is adjusted for next time. Everything's all figured out. But it turns out this five-acre property uh, was has had never actually been surveyed. They were just told it was five acres like a long time ago, maybe by the seller or whatever. Turns out it's actually seven acres. It, the area that, I don't know if it's actually a property line. I know it's staked out. So I think it's a property line. I'm not really sure. But um, the area that she wants mowed. Because at some point, I don't really care if it's your property line for big acres, stuff like that. If the neighbor's got a problem with it, you can take it up with the homeowner. Um, this is just where I was told to mow, right? And if it's if it's less than the property, if it's less than the property line, that's also fine. I'm not really concerned uh, with where I'm mowing, other than if it's I, I want to be mowing where you want me to be mowing. If it's bigger than your property, I don't care. If it's smaller than your property, I don't care. I just want to have uh, an adequate measurement for where I'm actually mowing. So I was told it was five acres quoted it with five acres, ended up being seven, right? And sometimes that just happens. Sometimes the first time you're like, okay, whatever. Um, lost a couple, maybe, maybe lost. If it's two acres and it's a cut well, maybe lost an hour and a half, two hours on that. Not the biggest deal if it's going to be a recurring customer for lifetime, right? However, I, I did send multiple emails before asking, hey, what is the condition of the grass? It was obviously more formal than that, but essentially, what is the condition of the grass? And is your grass way overgrown? Is it has it been well kept up? And basically, her response was, for the most part, it is very well kept up. 
Most of it's not more than six inches. Part of it's been brush hogged for fire maintenance or for fire prevention or whatever. I get to this property and it is anywhere like the front yard. It was, it was not bad. I, I one cut easy. Um, well, one should have been easy. <clears throat> Sorry, one cut, couple inches, all good. Backyard up to four feet, up to four feet of like alfalfa. Like for people you don't like, don't even know what that means. Like imagine wheat, like wheat, like that you would grow. Right, and imagine like how thick that stem is. You may not think it's uh, too too strong, but it's a thick stem, to the point where I had to double, triple cut this entire, well, probably half the backyard. So this property, <clears throat> um, I'll, actually, I'll get to the I'll get to the some of the things that happened first, and then I'll go through the projected time and actual time that this this property took. So I'm chugging along. I've done part of the front yard, part of the backyard, and I'm working on mowing the entire front yard. Right. I get a call. I get a call for another acreage property. I'm like, okay, cool. Um, that one didn't end up working out. Uh, so I got the, that call, answered that one, got that all scheduled, didn't accept it like later on, whatever. Then 20 minutes later, I get a call and I'm still, I'm still mowing. I'm trying to like shut everything down or whatever um, so that the mower can be off. I can answer the phone. Hey, this is BNC Lawn Care. Uh, I'm Bryce. Or I'm Bryce. I'm turn it with BNC Lawn Care. How may I help you? And I turn this mower off and I start answering the phone and just all of a sudden the two, the, the front right and the front left wheel just start going different ways. And so obviously this stops the mower, right? Like you can't, it can't just keep going separate ways, but the right, the right uh, wheel turns right, the left wheel turns left and we just stop. And obviously we're stopping anyway because we're answering the phone, but it just, it could not have happened uh, more simultaneously where I was like, what the hell, dude? <laughs> what just happened and so but then I'm on the phone of like I can't I can't say any of that stuff I'm, I'm trying to answer the customer uh this is the one that I think is probably going to work out once we get the details all uh pressed uh, I guess I'll 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 finished her her property was burned down so there's stumps everywhere all this random overgrown crap whatnot so I'm I'm just dumbfounded of what could have possibly happened so I go down and after after the phone calls over and I look and I'm like okay so I, I don't know I mean i I'm very fairly logical minded, and I think as a business owner you have to be. Not everybody's mechanically inclined, but I think that uh, my logical mind I think definitely helps me be mechanically inclined. I mean, I've fixed things before. I can I know my way around uh, tools and stuff like that. It's like very basic stuff I can figure it out. So this I could figure out. So if for any of you interested in looking up what the actual part was, it's called a drag link. So basically. Obviously, there's no power steering on this. It's just a, you turn a steering wheel like on a car, but it's more like a school bus orientation where it's like uh, flatter, I guess. <clears throat> so you turn this steering wheel and it goes down a shaft and it goes to a gear on the bottom and that gear turns other gears to move this thing called a drag link. So a drag link is almost like a, it's a, it's a bar, like a straight bar, but almost like an, an S, uh, I don't know. It goes straight down and then curves and then just keeps going straight down. So basically, it connects from this these cogs um, to the actual wheel. So it's it's what's whenever you turn the cog, it pulls back, and it might turn the re with the wheel. And then when you want to go forward, the uh, you turn the wheel left, or sorry, I guess left. When you want to go left, turn the wheel left. The drive shaft, the, the drive, the drag link moves uh, up, and then the wheel moves left. So it's just basically physically controlling. That's why it's so hard to steer. It's physically controlling the. Um, 
the wheel. And so these the two things are connected because they have to be very maneuverable. They're connected by these two ball sockets. And so basically this, this metal on the ball socket got too big. I don't know how it's an old mower or whatever. Got too big, so it just fell out. So obviously you can't put that back on. I, uh, long story short, call a mower dealer. I call John Deere support. They give me a mower dealer, a dealer that's 25, 30 minutes away. So spending gas already bought the mower, bought ramps, whatnot, spending gas, going and getting, uh, an $80. Well, so I didn't have a wrench either, or a wrench that was, uh, suitable for what I was trying to do. And so I had to go get a wrench and a part total of $80. And so this, this lawn is priced at $450, which is $75 an acre plus 75 for trimming. Cause there's a lot of trees. There's three different, uh, buildings, stuff like that. Anyway, so it's $450. I know that the mower is a long-term investment, but if you just say it, say, I mean, at this point I'm thinking this mower might never run again. Cause at the, before that there was bad gas in it, kept shutting down. I didn't know that it was because of bad gas. And so it just kept shutting down. I didn't know why. Eventually once I put my own good gas in it that hadn't been sitting around for weeks, or actually, I don't, you don't even know how long it had been sitting around. Eventually, when I put my good gas in there, it never really broke down again because of gas. Um, so at this point, I'm thinking, like, what if, what if this is the only property I ever get to use this on? Maybe I fix this temporarily, but maybe it's just out of commission after this. So I'm thinking, okay, I spent $100 on this, $150 on ramps, $80 on this repair. Uh, can't get it off with the wrench I buy and have to go all the way back to the house, which is another 15, 20 minutes away. Grab a ratchet set. Get everything off, everything fixed. Uh, I was fairly impressed with myself, fairly happy with myself, but it's kind of a boring part of the story. So I get everything fixed. We get going again, right? Everything's everything's going good. There's a little bit of rattling, as to be expected. Whatever. Uh, just just crossing my fingers and praying, Lord, please just don't let us just let just don't let us break down again. So near the end of the day, right? It's probably six o'clock. I'm thinking, man, we have to double cut. Like, I'm to the part where I have to double triple cut the rest of the property. Like I've done everything else. And I, uh, I get to this point and I, I mean, I, there's, there's these things in, in Colorado called voles. I don't know wherever they, else they are. I was just introduced to them like a day, the day before, uh, this incident happened. So basically these voles, they're like moles, but they like just leave more stuff on top of the ground. Um, and I actually almost ran one over different story. They leave these giant dirt mounds. So these dirt mounds are probably anywhere from one to seven inches tall sometimes and so i run over one of these dirt mounds because again the grass is so high there's this alfalfa stuff there's regular weeds below it can't see these mounds so i run over one of these mounds and it just the, the engine just stops right so like sometimes it'll bog down if there's too much dirt whatever and the engine will stop everything will stop but then i'm turning the key and it won't turn over it won't do anything it won't even show me the hour something oh my gosh so I'm, we're at six o'clock, it gets dark at, like gets really dark at like 8.30. So I'm thinking maybe I could probably pound this out. Let's just try to keep mowing till dark. Maybe after dark, we got headlights, whatever. Let's just try to pound this out. But at some point I just run over this thing and it just stops. Won't turn over, won't show me the hours, won't do anything. And I'm like, oh my God, why, why, why me? Why, why, why do I, Lord, why, why, why are you cursing me right now? Um, what, what did I do wrong? And so, long story short, I thought it was the battery. I called my dad because, again, I'm still under 18. Um, and that might be a turnoff to people listening to the podcast, but I don't really care. Like, the information's information. And I think that in business, age is just a number. <laughs> Clarification in business, let that be clear, age is just a number. Have to make sure that, that one's clear. And if you have the advice and you're giving the advice and it's good and valuable advice and somebody doesn't take it, uh, I think that's foolish. 
and I'm not saying that I, I know all, but I am saying that I am speaking from, I try to just speak from personal experience. So it's like, okay, this worked for me. This is what happened to me. This is how I fixed this. This is how I got through this. This is probably how you can get through this same exact situation as well. Cause it worked for me may not be the best solution for you, but it might work for you. Right. In this situation, it's more of just like a dude, sometimes you just got to figure it out. So going back to my point, I'll get back to the the mound in a second. Like, it was not great having to go buy $80 in parts, the wrench that didn't even work, right? Spending all that gas to get down there. Good thing gas is free, right? Yeah, right. Right? I, I mean, it was probably getting close to 100 bucks on just driving back down, up and down there, tax, buying all these parts, stuff like that. And it's just like, well, what else are you going to do? Right? And this could be anything as small. This could be something smaller than this. Could be same level. This could be as big as your whole entire business. What are you gonna do? Like, there's not something that would change the situation that I was in, other than just like leaving it and abandoning it. Which I'm sure that's something that if you've been in, in any industry long enough, there's been a time where you're like, what if I just ditched the equipment here and just left and like just quit, just quit the entire business, right? We've all had those times. Underquoting jobs, just awful jobs, that kind of thing. But what are you going to do, right? Like, you feel feel sorry for yourself all you want. You're still going to finish feeling sorry for yourself and stuff to go buy that part. Go have to drive 25, 30 minutes south. Go buy the part, right? It's all it's all related to this one thing. Right? You're still going to have to do it once you're finished pouting to yourself. Now, there's there's some things in life that are like, like grieving is different than just pouting of like, oh, I'm so sad that I have to go spend this money. It's got to happen anyway. So just do it. Like, I mean, I've, I, so this is something that I've had to get, get better at over the last couple of years is like, before I used to be like, oh man, like, I gotta go buy this part. And like, oh my gosh, just sorry, Bryson. Like, oh, this sucks. But now, like a couple of years in business and you're just like, that sucks, right? What do we have to do to fix it? Because right now, I've tried to, like, I've tried to repair the part. It doesn't work. The ball socket, it's just the, the, the opening is too wide. Like, literally, the ball goes in, just slips right back out. There's no way in hell that I'm fixing this because it's just literally not possible, right? And so it's like, instead of being, oh, yeah, I wonder if I could just, I don't know, maybe just call it quits for the day, whatever. I just, it was like, well, okay, where's the, where's the nearest part shop? Do you have a part? Great, I'm on my way. I'll go get it. I come back. I fix it. I keep mowing, right? It just has to happen like that. That's, that's as big as business, too. The speed of decision is very, very, very important. Because if you just overthink things like, oh, well, what if I ordered this part on Amazon They got here by tomorrow and then I could come back and do it tomorrow. But actually the mower is sticking in the front lawn and that's a bad look for me. I can't put my signs out anymore. That's a bad look for me. I'm leaving it in the front yard. Great. What do I do? You just have to go take care of it. Anyway, back to the Vol thing. So I run over this thing, stops, won't turn over, anything like that. I think it's a dead battery, whatever. I don't have like an, uh, a voltage meter or anything like that. And so we get it figured out. I, I leave for the day. I'm like, okay, it's in the backyard. Nobody can see it. I talk to the customer. She gives me the check. I lose the check. Pretty sure it's still on the property somewhere. I just, I asked for a new one. I got a new one. Um, but that was, I mean, it's always awkward. When your mower breaks down, you have to leave it overnight. You're only planning on taking it, like it taking five hours. And it takes, I'll tell you at the end of the episode, honestly, like it takes this many hours over two days. And you're like, huh, sorry, I lost the check. Like that, I mean, I've only lost two checks ever, and that was one of them. And it's just, ugh, I just hate how unprofessional that entire job went. 
thankfully I'm coming back. So it's not, it's, I'll have a, a second chance. Um, my, my mic's falling all over on me. I'll have a second chance. I'll have a third, fourth, fifth chance as long as everything continues to go smoothly. But it was just like, I just, I hate having those unprofessional experiences. So anyway, come back. Uh, forgot to t- see if these, uh, the fuse was blown. So it turns out the one fuse in the entire mower um, was blown. And it was a super cheap, super simple fix. But just one of those things that it'll put you out. If you don't have an extra fuse, which now I have extra fuses for it in my truck. If you don't have an extra fuse, like that'll put you out for a while, right? Like you literally can't even start your mower. Come, we come back with a voltage meter, stuff like that, test it all out. Like, okay, it's probably just a fuse because the fuse is blown. Is it anything else? Probably not. Just ends up being the fuse. Finish up the property. And here come the final numbers. Between the two days, from the time that I got to the property on Saturday to the time I left for the evening on Saturday was 12 hours. And then I ended up being back at this property on Sunday for another three hours. It took me 15 hours to mow and trim. Trimming was easy because nothing happened with that. Because I had to leave, because everything kept breaking down, because it stopped because there was bad gas in it, so it was like I would have to be messing with the choke and the 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 throttle at the same time to kind of like coax it into working. Because of all that crap, it took me 15 hours to mow. And during that time, you could be all mopey dopey of like, oh well, sorry Bryson, sorry it took so long to mow. I have all these problems. My business sucks. What the heck am I doing? What's going on? I got no idea. Like, just shut up. This may be late night, Bryson, just like delirious talk. I don't think it is. But, like, just shut up. Tell yourself to just shut up. Because that is literally going to get you nowhere. In this situation, and this is not Bryson every situation. So, like, don't think that this is me being like, oh, I'm perfect. I know what to do in every situation. I, I feel that I handled this situation as best I could. And I feel that this is the first time that I walked away from a situation and said, I should be really having a really bad day right now. My mower broke down two times in one day. The customer, thankfully, is a, an angel and was okay with it. But I, I, my, my person, my, not my personality, my, my professionality is hurt. My ego's hurt a little bit, maybe, or should be hurt. My my professional professionality is definitely hurt. My ego should be hurt a little bit. I should be having an awful day. I just worked 12 hours, didn't eat lunch. My motor broke down twice, tried to figure stuff out, put out fires everywhere. Not literally, just phys- or, uh, metaphorically. Put out fires everywhere. And I, I, I was fine afterwards. It was so weird. It was like, what is this, what is this feeling of just being okay? But it was, it was... I was very proud that I was like, well, I should be having a terrible day right now. But you know what it is, what it is. And if I'm having a terrible day, I'm just forcing myself to have a terrible day. Either I could could choose to have had a great day or a terrible day in my mind. And no matter what I choose to have, the same events would have still still happened. It already happened. So I could either choose to be happy with the rest of my day or sad and depressed with the rest of my day that I basically made zero profit profit on this job. Because again... At the end of the first day, I don't know if this mower is going to run. I don't know if it's a dead battery. I don't know if I'm going to spend money on a new battery, go negative on the job. Like, I didn't know what was going to happen. And I'm sure there's still things that are going to have to be fixed with this mower, but I, I I knew it would be a blessing eventually. I knew that it was also going to be a curse short term. Um, so I, I said it, and then, I, like, the next day, I, the podcast, I, and then the next day I tried to mow, I mowed, and it was it was just that story, and it was, it was awful. It was living hell. Not literally, but I guess... There's a lot more things that could be living hell, like, I don't know, 
there's worse things than mowing a lawn and your lawn breaking down, your lawnmower breaking down. However, you know what I mean. So that's really all I've got. I, I always say short podcasts, and everybody always says short podcasts. I don't really understand how I talked for this long about this subject. I probably rambled a lot. Um, probably have to edit some out. However, I thought that it was important to kind of go through that story. And there's there's people that are having way worse stuff, like stuff going on. There's people that are, I mean they're just having a bad day, even if it wasn't really a bad day. They're just choosing to have a bad day. There's people on very both ends of the spectrum. There's people losing their business right now. There's people having to make giant decisions. People making little decisions. And it's it's just, I mean, it's, it just is what it is. Suck it up. Let's go. Let's get back to work. Thank you guys for listening to the podcast. This is this will probably come out on Thursday. It's supposed to come out on Tuesday morning. It'll probably come out on Thursday night or something like that. I'm going to try to have uh, one more show. Well, no promises, but I'll at least have the Tuesday show up for the next week. And then there's a small chance I might try to get a third show in between there, um, between this Thursday and next Tuesday. See, it's, the, it's Wednesday the 30th right now, so I'm going to try to have it up by tomorrow night. Um, and so I'm just trying, we're trying to get to um, 100 listeners in this within the 60 days. So we're 80. Um, if there's people you know, go ahead and share it. Uh, we're going to try to get some, I mean, I keep saying we're going to try to get some guests on there. If you're a person listening to this podcast and you have a business, you have whatever, you have a podcast, whatever. Um, if you want to be on this podcast, fantastic. If you want a guest on your podcast, I'd be willing to do that. Uh, happy to do that just to kind of promote the, promote the podcast would be fantastic. So whatever, uh, platform you guys are on, do the, I always say the good job, do the good job thing, leave a five star, leave a paragraph, whatever. If you're on Spotify, I think that's also just five star. I'm not really sure. Whatever it is. Thank you guys so much for listening to the podcast and we will see you guys hopefully in a few days, if not next Tuesday.